Hello there, this is Gloria Willis, and today I'm talking about more structures to put into place in your organization. I'm hoping you find this interesting and inspiring because what I'm hoping these podcasts will do is help you look at your organization with new eyes. It's transformative to be able to look at things and see something different than what you've seen before. So yesterday when we were talking about vision, we're talking about adding your vision, like a big vision, and inquiring with other people that work for you, what is their vision? Maybe just a piece, one thing that's important to them. And when you add it all up, you see a totally different picture than maybe what you saw a week ago or even two days ago. So the next part then is, agreeing on this is the vision we're going to go with for now. This is what seems to be the consensus. This seems to be what's going to help our company the most. Let's go with it. Let's have reminders of it in our organization of what our vision really is. Let's talk about it on a regular basis and refer to it in meetings all the time. Once you have your vision clearly then in your mind is where you're going forward then you can begin to look at the roles and responsibilities. What are things, what are roles that people would like to have? What contributions can people make that you didn't even know about before once you open up this idea of this vision? Oh, this is something I used to do in another job. This is something I would love to do and I'm I'm really taking classes about it right now. You know, what are the roles that you're going to have? Starting with yourself. You, the leader, what role do you want to have as the leader? Are you a subject matter expert? Then that will be a clear role for you. And are you a person that would like to inspire others to take leadership roles as well? Can your organization be healthy enough to support other people, other employees in taking a leadership role in their expertise and their level of interest? These are all ways that organizations grow and thrive and gain new customers and gain new horizons. So today we're looking at what is the role? Just look at it from today. What is my role today? Who would I like to be in this company? What am I aspiring to? What do I stand for? How can I communicate that with the other people that I'm working with? These are all exciting questions. Roles and responsibilities. Responsibilities are extremely important because this is where we're agreeing on what each role is going to accomplish and do and be. We need to have agreements as to uh, clear guidelines as far as what people are really responsible for so that you can hold them accountable and so that uh, we know who's going to do what and we can then develop trust that those aspects of the business that are so important are actually getting done. They're getting done by people that we know, that we trust, that we like and we're going in a direction that we are thrilled with. How exciting to work in a company like this. I really hope that you will take a look at the the process of implementing structures in your company so that you can feel like you have a solid foundation that's aiming for the sky. 
have a wonderful day today filled with inspiration and positive energy. Good morning, it's Gloria Willis here. Today I'm talking about another structure that is extremely important, that of policies and procedures. I, in different companies, there's many, many different ways of doing policies and procedures. Some have a written guidebook, which is probably the best, put it in writing. Others have kind of a loose, this is how we do things here, and you don't really find out what the policies and procedures are until you've done something wrong. I wouldn't recommend that, uh, because really what you want to do is have people all on the same page with you. You don't want to be distracted by not knowing, you know, how we do this or how we do that. One of the biggest places where people have questions is on time off, sick days, paid time off, holidays. What are they? What holidays do we get? And I can remember working in, in some companies where you just really didn't know and actually the owner decided at the last minute if you were going to get, get it off and if you were going to get it paid. So you can add a certain certain element of professionalism simply by having a, a document that indicates what the policies and procedures are in your company. It differs from company to company, but you will be setting a tone for the people that work for you once they know exactly what you have, uh, what's expected. And don't be worried that they can never change because you can review them annually and and add new policies and procedures. You can change them. You can delete some. You can have a discussion about policies and procedures uh, to get a take on them from your employees at a company meeting. There's all different ways in which you can approach this very important subject. Most important, though, is that you you have let your employees know what the guidelines are, where the boundaries are for them in terms of, of the company and how you're going to do business. Having said that then, it's extremely important to honor those policies and procedures and make sure that everyone, uh, the, the same treatment is for everyone. So if somebody um, uh, differs from the policy, they need to be informed and reminded as to what it is, and then uh, make sure that that is that they are become compliant with what your policies and procedures are. This is what good managers do, and once you have these in place, you will find that a lot of your difficulties and disengagement with employees will just disappear. You have set the tone. You are establishing your, yourself as a professional leader and manager, and your employees will definitely, definitely respect that about you. Good morning. This is Gloria Willis. I hope that you're having a great day so far. Today we're going to talk about another foundational piece of your company as you're establishing it or as any, even as you're making changes, and that is looking at what your corporate culture is and what the values are in your company. What are they? Can you determine that people treat each other with respect in your company? Um, are there, is there an openness to different opinions? Is there integrity? Is there integrity? Do we work with customers and prospects openly and honestly and sincerely? 
Are we doing the best that we can in our everyday work uh, ethic? What about communication? How is your communication in your company? When you walk into a room, what do you feel and hear? Do you feel like a rustling of positiveness? People engaged in what they're doing? Is there Are people talking to each other, sharing with each other? Or is everyone kind of isolated and alone and quiet? What about excellence? When you look at the quality of work that people do, is there, is there an excellence? Is there an, a striving to be excellent in your company? Well, those are some kinds of values that you might look at and want to consider. You can determine what are my values. Actually, each person can look at that themselves and say, well, what am I really valuing? One measure way, measure, excuse me, one way to measure your values is to look at how do you spend your time? You know, what do you spend your time on during the day? You look at your eight-hour day or ten-hour day, what, what is it, what activities are you spending your time on? Is it all about making money? If it is, then you, you will find a certain blind spot in your company uh, that excludes the personal aspect, which is extremely important. Another way to find out uh, what your values are, are to listen to yourself. What is it that you're talking about? When you're talking to somebody in your company, what kinds of things are you actually talking about and discussing? What is the overall feeling in that discussion and um, communication with others? Those are some of the ways. And these are, again, just tips for you to consider as you're looking at your company. Let me give you a quick example of a company that I know. Um, they, the top, it was a global company actually, and the, the top corporation managers wanted to have this excellent program implemented throughout the whole world. Successful in another country, and they wanted to implement it in the United States. They set about implementing it, and lo and behold, they found out that many of the managers did not agree with it. They felt threatened by this program and were not willing to support it. And within one year's time, the whole company program had failed, and many people. Almost every person that was hired for that particular program was laid off. And it just gives you an example of if your ideas are different totally, what your values are different than the manager people that are actually implementing something, it probably is not going to fly. So again, my message throughout all these podcasts is include people. Find out what they're thinking. How can they be on board with you? Engage them. Ask their opinions you'll have a much better chance of establishing values that everybody is agreed to and lives by, and your company will be much more solid and tuned for success. Have a great day. Good morning. It's Gloria Willis. Thank you for joining me on these podcasts. I'm having so much fun making them. And today I'm going to do kind of the last segment in the what I consider the foundational pieces as far as structures within your company, and that would be on the strategic plan. You know, when you have a strategic plan, what happens is you become the master executor of your company. <clears throat> you, you become so much more clear about your goals and where you are 
what your timetable is, and what your action steps are going to be. And you can sort of watch everything working together or not. And this gives you this visibility that you need when you're really making decisions within your company. So you're going to be able to see everything about what's working, what isn't. It becomes less subjective for you and a lot more manageable. Um, I tell people to try to keep these plans simple yet effective and definitely consider the skills that you have with the people that work for you to see you know, how they can possibly open up new opportunities for you or strengthen things that you're already doing. And it's important to reflect on your plan to others to let them know what is working and ask them what may need to be tweaked or share with them what you're thinking may need to be tweaked and ask for their input on that. <clears throat> so now you're going to have an overview. You can identify your priorities a lot more easily and every time you execute toward more um, structure, every time that you accomplish a goal, every time you take an action step that fits in with your strategic plan, what you're really doing is you're building a more solid foundation within your company because it all works together, the values, the action, the, the vision, the goals, the people. And the people working for you will be able to sense that something's working better and they, they like it better and it helps them to be more productive and feel more uh, confident in you as the leadership and the manager of what you're doing and the company that you're managing. So if you have gotten this far in this, these recordings and, and every one of them seems to make sense to you, you are making progress whether you actually are implementing them or not. They're helping you get a framework, helping you with greater understanding, hopefully. And then, you know, when you need help, you can reach out and, uh, and specifically focus in on what it is that you need help with. We all need assistance from time to time uh, to help us be more clear about where we are and where we're going. And what's working, what we're doing that's really, that's working well. It's a good idea, even at the end of every day, to go, what happened today? What's working well in my company that I can be really proud of? And what could I possibly do better tomorrow? So with all of that, I just say thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day today. And I look forward to speaking to you at some point. You can reach out to me, glorianco at gmail.com, if you would like to... Uh, Email me or text me at 504-553-6477 or call me. Any of those would be acceptable. <laughs> anyway, have a wonderful day today. Be upbeat, be happy, be expectant, be joyful, and uh, remember always to be grateful for all that you have. Hi there. Good morning. In my last podcast, I talked about how to... Well, no, I talked about why is creating a great place to work important? Why, 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 why? And so many positive reasons for that, including increased productivity, people retention, uh, better relationships with customers, all that kind of thing. Today I want to talk about how do you do it? Uh, what are some of the key factors involved? The first one I would say 
is encompassing everything that has to do with relationships. Relationships with your people, your customers, yourself even. And the first key about that is to be respectful. To re be respectful to the people that are around you, the people that are actually getting the work done. And what does that look like, to be respectful? Well, it means taking the time to really listen to them, taking the time to honor what they're saying, even though you may disagree with what they're saying, but it's getting a different viewpoint than what you might be thinking. So important in leading a company is being able to hear the different people around you and what their perspectives are. Because most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, all they want to do is really contribute to you and making your place a better place to work. So respect is number one. The second key that I think is important is the idea of flexibility. How flexible can you be with your people? Can you give them time to work remotely one day a week or one day a month so that they can balance some of their home and work responsibilities? Showing them that you do care about them and how things are working for them in all of their life. What can you do to be more flexible? Can you alter uh, the time that they come in to be more responsive to their commute situation, for instance. What can you do? How can you be more flexible? Um, having meetings where you're listening is about flexibility. It's about, and, and flexibility is also about making changes, you know, that you see are pretty obvious. You know, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's see if it works. That kind of thing. So that's important. Can you promote people? That would be a third key. Can you promote people into new levels of responsibility once they have mastered certain skills? Are you able to do that in your company? So you'd have different levels of um, different levels of responsibility and and uh, supervision, that type of thing. Mastery. There's a certain pride in people being being promoted to something that they have demonstrated mastery in gives your company a feeling of, wow, people do notice around here when we do a good job. What can I do? You know, that's kind of the, the kind of the thing that comes about. Uh, so really all that I'm coming to is communication with people needs to be excellent. And we don't often start out being excellent in our communication, but we can grow towards it. We can practice, we can get feedback, we can see the reaction that we're getting from people, the results that we're getting, and we can use that as a, as a measure of how effective our communication really is. And don't forget to check within yourself what kind of feeling of peace that you have about how things are going. That is a key component as well. Check in with yourself to see, is this going well? Yes or no? And if not, what can we do about it? Have a great day.